We're going straight from Adele directly to us. I was waiting for a little screaming, a little rage, a little thing. Can I tell you something real quick, Al? You know what happens when somebody tells me not to worry? You start worrying? I start worrying. Don't worry! <laughs> I, 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 I'm worried. I'm worried. I, I watched it with my own two eyes last night. I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little worried. How are you after, uh, what did you work, 46 hours yesterday? <laughs> And had 48 slices of pizza to wash it down? I had to do the overnights, too. They had me. We had a problem fill with the in network. for Freddie Coleman last had night. A with the network feed. Yeah, Sports Center All Night featuring so Alan Sliwa. I said, Slee, why don't you just hop in there? I feel like this is one of those. He was, uh, Taylor's talking about how he played at a tea bar earlier in the week. You know how he said, like, when people get excited, they go like this? Like, yeah. just something very soft and quiet. Yeah, that's kind of me this morning. It's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a little muted. Nice job, Lakers. L- little, nice job, buddy. A little bit of a muted nice job. Uh, sort of morning. Chris was right about one thing. He's not right mm-hmm. about don't worry because I think that that performance last night is exactly the sort of thing that creates worry. Play that under, exactly. underneath for an hour. <laughs> an hour until 7 when when uh, Sedano's done, right? That just, just roll the whole thing out. It uh, It's like th- this is – one game, just like the first game was one game. This is one game. They got their split. They're, they're, you can find the silver lining in there if you want. You can also look at the way that they played last night yeah. and feel a certain way about it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, look, if we're just going to get right into it, I was so disappointed and still am, well, but sure. I was I was so disappointed. I really, really sold myself on the, oh, my gosh. So you're going to tell me John Morant is not playing in game two Lakers off the game that the game. You don't even have to play a great game. Just just be yourself, yeah. right? Anthony Davis throw up twenty five points. Braun throw up twenty five. Couple role players chip in. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be a walk in the park. I know Memphis is desperate. I know they have to win the game. And then what? Six seven minutes in the game. Like so, we're already down ten. <laughs> that first quarter was rough. already down ten. That was rough. Halftime already How down. Was your first quarter update? Fifteen. Take me through that. Well, it, it's actually kind of funny, and I. I love when I hear this because John's voice during the game was basically like he was, and you could hear him saying it. He's like, "Well, I don't know, Lakers are going to win. The, they're not playing a lick of defense. Like it was, you could just feel it in him." Sure. So I'm like, All right, "I'm going off of John on this one. Lakers down 11. What do you want me to say? Lakers yeah. are down 11. They're not doing anything. They look awful. 31 points for a team that doesn't have Jaw. Second quarter coming up next. He has that like Lakers Radio Network." Well, I mean, look, honesty, right? You could you yeah, could yeah, certainly yeah. take the honesty. Chris yeah. was the thing that Chris was right about is I think this is our topic for the day, right? I, I this is probably good news because if I start talking about the Dodger bullpen again, I'm probably going to get even more agitated than I already am to start with. Uh, Miguel Vargas not being able to hit a fastball over 93 miles an hour is really starting to bother me. I, I've got I've got some things that are kind of percolating in the in the bothersome category. Okay, so we, we'll we'll see. So at some point with the Dodgers, I have my way too early Dodger questions for you. Yeah. It's only like four or five of them. A little rapid fire action. Okay, we but can, we'll do fine. it we'll do it a little bit later. Fine. We, we, it's we, not gonna make you feel better. Well, there's nothing to feel good about. There's nothing to feel good about. There's no, there's a lot good. going on. There's yeah, a lot there's good. a lot going on. Happy four twenty to you. Yeah, to, I know that uh, to all of our audience that celebrates. To your families. That's our snake draft today, right, Em? Yes, our snake draft. This is a a great topic. (laughs) It's a good idea. So it's going to be famous stoners. Okay, so think of the famous stoners that you love to see. Oh, I want the first pick too. Yeah. 
I, I don't think we'll pick. be on the same page with maybe, the first maybe pick. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I, I don't think and, so. And I may get my choice at anywhere in the four along the way, but I know if he's on the board, that's who I'm taking that with you're my taking? first pick. Well, what's the order? Who decided that today? Well, well let, let we don't know yet. Guess. Yeah, let me, oh. we don't know yet. <laughs> let's just kind of take a I think the question is going to come down to what position would Emily like to be in? And then who was nice to her this week and right, who wasn't? Right. Yeah, it could be. So it, please be nice to Emily. It, it could be. Taylor, would you mind doing the random um, order generator at some point? Okay, today? I'm going first. So. <laughs> okay. Let's turn. Who, mine's who going to say, mine's going to say, uh, Sliwa got skipped in the first round. He only DeAndre? has two picks. No, DeAndre. No, we're supposed to trust you. <laughs> DeAndre and I have well, okay, I literally DeAndre just did it. Let's go with DeAndre. DeAndre. <laughs> Not DeAndre. I don't know. Berg? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda. Yeah. These are people that we could we could throw this to. Yeah. I honestly, of the four of us, you're the only one that I would do, we 100% choose to do it right. Let's draw straws yeah. or something. We could, well, Emily would rig the straws. She would know which one it is. <laughs> I watch too much Survivor and they do it all the time. They rig the straws all the time. Look, I'd be such an idiot. I wouldn't see anything. I'd be like, oh, well, that's... Well, that's why you're the person to organize it. Because you, you're, a, you're an idiot, no, Al. No, no, no. You're inherently honest. Sometimes to the point of naivete to where you think sure. everybody else is honest. Yeah. Which isn't true. Everybody's yeah. kind of into it for themselves. I think you guys need to take it up with the, whatever this. I, I I Google random list uh-huh. organize, uh, organizer uh, mm-hmm. every you- <laughs> Thursday and take it up with this website because it's the one that does it every time. And guess who's the first? Emily. Again. I'm yeah. uh, sure. Yeah. You know so. what this is like, Slee? Remember when Patrick Ewing went to the Knicks? Yep. And everyone thought that they froze the envelope mm-hmm. or that they banged it against the the tumbler so they know how to do it. Yep. And then they eventually had to bring the ping pong balls out to where people could see them bouncing around. Because when they were doing it in the back room, it's like, this is a bunch of baloney. This doesn't work at all. I need to see it. Just like the lottery when they used to do it on TV, right? They would pull the, bu- the oh, ping yeah, pong balls right. out on live TV. So it couldn't be em- Emily's Google generator mm-hmm. is Which, always by the done way, on by the her way, side of the room. We've never, never seen. See. There's just a yeah. list that comes out on our Google Doc here, and it says Emily's number one. <laughs> we need to con- keep something secret. We need the uh. conspiracy music and the alarm. <laughs> <laughs> but the order is going to be <laughs> Emily, Travis, Allen, Taylor. All show. See, my concern is is that uh, honestly, yeah, my concern was is that she picked ahead of me. And that she would take the person. Oh, that I she's going to take it. Yes, we'll see. We'll see. I love this topic, by the way. It's it's pretty good. She came in. She's like, "Out." By the way, I'm so disappointed <laughs> in myself. She comes in. She goes, um, "Hey, we're going to pick uh, most famous stoners, or however she described it, right?" And I'm like, "That's awesome." And then I think she was waiting for me to kind of give something else. She goes, "Cause it's 4:20." And I'm like, "Jesus, Alan, you forgot it. I forgot it was 4:20. 4:20 used to be so did Travis. a very important holiday." Question. So, do they have to be uh, real? Or do uh, be no, they fictitious? can be imagined. They, it's just uh, famous donors. She'll, she'll so. determine when you make your <laughs> pick. Yeah, the, is. <laughs> <laughs> is so and so an actual burnout will be determined by Cheetos uh, are not a chip. Everybody's going to say that's really popular and a good pick. No, not you cannot enough. use that. <laughs> yeah. If you pick like Cheech and Chong, that because they were in the movies and not real people, yeah. that you have to pick Cheech Marin or Tommy Chong, right? <laughs> yeah, full names. Yeah. Or only one of them. You can only choose Cheech. Yeah, and then Cheech and Chong, Chong are not one pick, they are two separate picks, yeah. right? Okay, I got to run something by you guys. I might do something kind of crazy today. Okay, not super crazy. Ooh, wild. But a little bit crazy. Okay. 
thought about it this morning when I was taking a shower. I thought about it last night. And I'm like, Al, it's not going to happen. Get it out of your mind. It's not going to happen. Then I thought about it this morning taking a shower. And then I mentioned it to my girl before I left. And I'm starting to put the pieces together. Padres have a game in Arizona at 640 tonight. <laughs> okay. Tatis. Oh, yeah. Comes back. His debut. Tonight. Return, I should say, not debut. His return. Yeah. Diamondbacks are ahead in the division by two and a half games. Uh-huh. Might as well wrap it up. I mean, Arizona's basically running away with this thing. Dodgers and the Padres so sure. far behind. Sure. It's basically in a second wrap. and third place. <laughs> basically a wrap. Yes, I agree. So I'm like, all right, let me just look. If I took a flight out of LAX or Burbank directly to uh, obviously to Phoenix and then go the half, airport's right next to the ballpark I was going to say it's 10 minutes it's, 9 it's minutes away right from there. Chase Field it's right there would I have time to actually do this and then come back tonight would there be a flight that could come back tonight after the what game what time is the game game's at 640 the way the games go now that game's over worst case scenario by 915, 920, 930. Okay. okay. There's probably a 10:30, 11 o'clock flight out of Phoenix back to LA. Can I tell you the flight times? Yeah. There's a 335 out of LAX, which to, is to Phoenix. To Phoenix. Okay. Which is enough time. That's perfect. I've taken from here oh, that's, LAX. That's, you, you'll have time to kill. You can go get a pizza uh, pizza Bianco, which if you don't do that, you're doing it wrong. Greatest pizza place in the country. Okay, wait. How far from walking distance? Bro, this is okay. It's right. li- it's a five minute walk from the ballpark. Okay, so three thirty five, I would leave. Spirit, no Southwest, Southwest. Yeah, <laughs> Spirit, we got yeah, no bags though. So if he, if the guy hit me back with my hey, here's your eighty five dollars, <laughs> it would be a whole different conversation. I leave at three thirty five. I'd get there about four fifty ish, something like that. Mm-hmm. First pitch not till six forty. You getting that pizza? I have enough time to take my time. Yeah, get to the field. Go get the pizza. Go grab a beer. Go grab some beers. Watch a full game. Flight back LAX or Phoenix LAX, 1045. Do I just go and make this happen tonight? As long as you're comfortable with the economics of all of these things, why not? What's the downside? I really want to make it it happen, but I'm like, hey, is it worth it? You're just going to solo mission. She actually cannot come. Okay. And I'm like, all right, well, if you can't. Do it. No, she's got got a dinner tonight, but she was telling me, she's like, you should go. So I'm like, all right. Let me put what I need in my in my car, which I already did. And now the question is, while we're doing the show, am I booking the flight, buying the ticket, and going? Okay, so I love this plan. I, I'm jealous that you have the opportunity to do it. This It sounds like a ton of fun. It, that have a couple of beers at the airport, have another beer or two on the plane, land, have a few more beers, land, go to the game, have a couple of beers, get on the airplane, fly home, Uber back to your place, call yep. it a night, you're, you're back at Commerce Casino with us tomorrow. Easy breezy. You get to see your squad, the Padres. You get to dance on Madison Bumgarner's now <laughs> decrepit grave in, in, uh, in Arizona. They cut him today. Amen. Can't stand that guy. Awesome. Um, I think I'm going to make this happen. Now, can, can I just live vicariously sure. through you for a second? Yeah. Your ability to just say, I'm just going to go to Phoenix for the day. At some point in your life, it goes away. Sure. You can't do it that anymore. Yeah. You're not at that point. Go do it. There, there, I, I, right? Like to just say, yeah. blanket, I'm just going to go it's do it. It's not a question, Slee. You're Spend going. a few hundred bucks. Going. Go have a great night. 
what's the downside? Anybody joining? Cousin Slee coming? Anyone else coming? No, I, I told him this morning. He's like, Al, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, all right, let's, <laughs> let me, never mind. Never mind. But I also had nothing planned but yet. That'll be so fun, even by yourself. Yes. So, so here's the other thing, too. Very unSlee-like, Since, since Arizona has taken such a big lead in the division, <laughs> I think we're all rooting for the Padres tonight. <laughs> uh, slow down. Yeah. Yeah, take it easy over there. Look, I, I was with you. There's right my sales job point. that just, yeah, every, no, everybody just, just walked out with a free you, coffee yeah, and the muffin and they're you, gone. You, you, you had my full attention. I was giving you restaurant recommendations. Right, you I was what? giving you all this stuff. And then you had to go and push it a little too far and pretend that in some alternate universe, I was going to root for the Padres. <laughs> get the hell out of here. For One business reasons. No, they're going to, they still get to play the Padres 14 times. I, I will, I will save it for that. If it comes down to the last day of the season and I need the Padres to win a game. That's when you, you have churned. my full attention. But in the middle of April, no. And by the way, we, we like kind of putting all this stuff together. It is 4:20. You could go enjoy your day in like the way that you choose to enjoy your day. A There's ball a game really things. is a great place to uh, partake. I haven't had the opportunity, but it sounds right. So I've done it before, and it's really fun. Especially, well, I mean, it's not going to be outdoors since it's in Arizona, but like they, sunshine. The weather's pretty good. That just might be the one opportunity. Yeah, right. to crack that roof. It, yeah, like, right. There, you got like a five percent chance tonight might be the night. Totally, you you relax. You don't have to move for a couple hours. You just sit back and watch your team play. It's, it's really fun. Have you fun. been to that ballpark? Seventy-five degrees. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The roof may actually be open. Have you, you been to that ballpark? Um, I've been there once, and it was we were in Phoenix. Uh, the family was in Phoenix. This was years ago, and I tell my dad, I'm like, hey, I, I really want to go to this ballpark. I really want to go to a game. Yeah. And him and I went, and we were there for like a couple of innings, and he's like, first of all, he knows nothing about baseball. Okay. My whole family, we all watched basketball together, baseball nothing. couple innings in, he's like, you good? Because we're getting the hell out of here. <laughs> you know how people have those father-son moments yeah. at a baseball game? That was not one of them? Yeah, my dad's like, this might be the dumbest thing I've ever done. I like that ballpark. I mean, it's, I, I would rather be outside, but it's been years. It's been years. Indoor baseball is kind of sleepy awesome. It's it's different. It has a very different vibe, but it's also seventy one degrees in there every day. It's it's a pretty nice deal. Just don't get your hair cut wherever Fernando Tatis gets his hair cut because you obviously don't want to get very warm. Sure, Pizza Bianco, wow, arguably the best pizza place in the entire country, and that's coming from foodies, not necessarily me. I've been there, and it's amazing. And it's literally a five minute walk from the ballpark. You should. I'm booking, brother. Yeah, you should do it. You should do it. Sometimes you just need some Plus, encouragement. And I, I actually... Is you anybody were a, saying no? You were a wild card for me. I'm like, really? is this guy going to say, are you really going to go no. to game 19 I, of the season or I, game 20 in Arizona? I love the the just the um, instantaneous, the spontaneous. Yeah. Let's You know what? Other than it might be a little expensive, what's the downside? Right? You'll have a great time. You'll be back in time to do the, the show. Let it rip. All right. Get, by, by the way, it's like I'm get a good ticket. Yeah, I, th- I thought about that too. Get a I good was, ticket. I was looking. Book the pool. Take your shirt, take your shirt off. You and should get, book the pool. Get, get in the outfield and float around in that swimming pool in right center field. I'm just gonna be literally. I'm gonna have the uh, I'm gonna have the floaties on, <laughs> on both sides. I'm gonna have a margarita. I picture like a uni- just... the unicorn, the inflatable unicorn with your arms hanging out the side. You're, Who's I've this decided. idiot in the pool? Passed don't out. Let anybody else in there? Like book the whole pool. But I don't know how many tickets it comes with. Probably like twenty or thirty. It's a pretty big pool. 
but book the entire pool. That's Plus, funny. it'll give you a chance to kind of forget about everything that happened in Memphis last night, which Maybe unfortunately we have to talk about that coming up next. Good job, AD. Yeah, way to put those questions to bed. Awesome. Get blocked by more 6'5", guys. No, everybody loves that. Everybody loves that. Get, get rid of those. You know, it's kind of soft rumors. Get blocked by a 6'5 guy a few times. Awesome. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Pretty jealous, Al. Did you book it yet? Did you lock it in? Click buy. Buy now price. Where'd you get your seats? All right, flight. Oh, that's the flight. Flight, okay. I'm done. Did you buy your ticket yet? No, now I'm not. Okay, good. Look into that. Good. I would ask, I'd see Emily and Taylor, this is where I would say, send us some pictures from it, but I know that's not going to happen. I just, uh, I'll I, send you a photo. I, I would go to the pizza place. Yeah, the too. pizza go to place. Pizza Bianco. Pizza, that one's impossible. When you started mentioning the actual, you said on Netflix, right? They do a. There's a chef, I think it's called Chef or Table. Chef Table. Something like that. Chef's and it has table, like different stories. Of yeah, different, there's a pizza one, and yep. there's a whole episode about that place, and the guy that, uh, I think it's Michael Bianco, I think his My name is. going to kill me if I go there. Go. Yeah, I know. It's I'm going to have to go. There's something called Bring it back got on the plane. Have salami some and olives and um, fresh mozz. It's just really the problem. Man, terrific. And if I go before the game, now I'm holding a Just slice get back of on the pizza. Plane, fly home. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know I'm what the problem it, here I'm is. Holding a, I'm not even going to go into the game anymore. Okay, let's let's talk a little bit about the Lakers and the and the Grizz last night. Um, look. I, I was excited after game one, and, and when, when we came in here on Monday, and you're like, well, how, how, do, how do the Grizzlies win four of these games? I'm like, well, there's a lot of ways that they can win four games. Not that the Lakers weren't in charge of the series, but one game is one game. Mm-hmm. And so as good as the Lakers were in game one, they were that bad for the first quarter and most of the first half yesterday in game two. Lakers probably aren't the team that we saw in game one, and I know for sure that they're not the team that we saw yesterday. Mm -hmm. They're somewhere in between there. That being said, 
when they did win game one with no John Morant, we've talked about no Steven, Steven Adams, um, and who's the, the third guy that's out? I Brandon think, Clark. Brandon Clark, thank mm-hmm. you. That he He's out as well. Now, all of a sudden, you have a chance to end this thing and end it early, bring it back to L.A. Maybe it goes back to Memphis for a five, but you're in a really advantageous position. And quite frankly, the temperature probably comes down. And I don't want to say it's easy because it's never easy, but maybe you're not in a six or seven game fist fight. Sure, sure. Now you are. Now you are. This is going to go. Jaws coming back. Jaws going to play. And you are going to be in a six or seven game fist fight. And all this time, we'll, uh, the Warriors and the Kings are going to go knock each other out. And you're going to be sitting there getting fresh. And how important the rest is to the Lakers. The Lakers did what they do. They, they You can't simulate or fake desperation. They weren't playing desperate last night. Yeah. Memphis did. And they popped them one. Anthony Davis was not very good. Was D'Angelo awful. Russell no, he was, not was worse than that. Yes. They, they had a whole bunch. Of, LeBron was pretty good. Rui was pretty good. And other than that, that was pretty it much was kind it. of a, a maybe whole Reeves bunch of was stuff. average. It was a terrible night for them. And what they did is they bought themselves a series that's going to get tougher and tougher the deeper it goes. And now all of a sudden, what felt like maybe this could be five or six games and as light as it could possibly be through those five or six, now you're going to have you got you got five fist fights coming up. So you said this yesterday, and I don't disagree with you. It's really hard to sweep in the NBA. It is. So nobody's saying that if the Lakers don't sweep, you know, uh, they're not living up to expectations. The only reason why my expectation changed after Game One was because John Morant. And, and when people want to make the you know make the point of, hey, you know what? No, they've actually played pretty good. They're eleven and ten without John Morant this year. Okay, I understand that. But Stephen Adams and Brandon Clark were in those games, so they still have the ability to have the proper defense, have the proper rebounding. They have enough guards where they were able in regular season games win games without John Morant. Yeah. My problem with yesterday's game was, like you just said, you can't simulate desperation. Nope. Memphis was desperate, but these quotes. And we talked about it. It wasn't like the Lakers came out and basically said to themselves, look, we got to get control of this game right out the gate. Let's just make them think in their mind. Let's discourage them a little bit. Instead, Memphis is up 11. Mm-hmm. Memphis is up 15 at halftime. Some of these quotes after the game, we came out lethargic in the first quarter. Oh, we know that. We saw that. <laughs> uh, first quarter, they got the best of us. Thank you, D'Angelo. Appreciate your assessment. We saw that as Except well. before or after he started arguing about whether he's a point guard or not. I don't know. Yeah, that was a... <laughs> That's a good time to make that argument. Yeah, he's sitting there with Brad Turner making an argument about what, something what that is so... Doing, it doesn't dude. make any doesn't sense. doesn't matter. And BT was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes. Okay, here's another quote from Austin Reeves. They came out and punched us in the mouth first, and we didn't respond well. My issue with yesterday's game, can you lose any game to any team in the NBA? Of course you can. This is sports. No question about it. But when, when every quote that you hear in the post game is... Yeah, they just came out, looked like they played harder. Yeah, they just came out, looked like they wanted it. Only way I was looking at it was this. If the Los Angeles Lakers came into a game and whatever closest equivalent to John Morant you can give on the Lakers, whoever you want, you want it to be LeBron, cool, or you want it to be AD, and then you want to go down the list and say, okay, and Jared Vanderbilt is this player, role player, and there's another role player that the Lakers have to have, and Memphis is fully healthy, my issue was... A chance to, you talked about extending the series. That's the biggest threat to the Lakers. The biggest problem for the Lakers is by the time you get to Saturday, which is game three, every game after that is one day rest in between. It doesn't matter if the game's in LA or the game is in Memphis. Who do you think that 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 advantage goes to the Memphis Grizzlies? Again, I'll go back to, I didn't didn't think the Lakers are going to sweep them. 
But I thought you can go grab game two because Ja's not there. Now all the pressure, and you might reach a point for Memphis that in game three, they're just like, guys, we're not coming back. Now they're almost in their own head. Now we got a series. Context matters. And at the beginning of the series, before they played a minute of basketball, if you just said, listen, you're coming back from Memphis 1-1, do you want it? Every single Laker fan would have said, yes, Yes. I will take that. That's great. But the context is you won game one. And I don't want to say decisively, but it, you you played really well, and you beat a team that did have their best player for the vast majority of the game, mm-hmm. and you looked like the better team. And then all of the things that you've mentioned a, a, a handful of times, the things that I've mentioned, all the injuries and the players being yeah. out, this was your chance to seize the moment. And, and I'm going to put this on three different people. This is Darvin Ham's fault. This is LeBron James' fault. This is Anthony Davis's fault. Darvin Ham's the head coach of this team. He has to get his guys in a place where they come out and realize that, oh, we didn't already get what we came here to do, which is split this game. Guys, we have a chance to end the series tonight, and you need to go do that. He needs to convey that message. Clearly, that message did not line. Maybe he tried and they dismissed. Next on the list is LeBron. LeBron James is LeBron James. I don't have to add anything to it other Mm -hmm. than that. LeBron James is LeBron James, and while he was fine, his team wasn't. He needs to set a tone. He needs to get into people's faces, whatever it is to make guys. We're not bringing the energy, the effort, the commitment, the desperation that we need. I've won four of these things. I've been in the finals 10 times. We're not doing what we need to do. And if we spend more money here, we're going to not have it when it's more important mm-hmm. later in the line. Don't waste money now. That didn't happen. And then Anthony Davis is getting blocked by six, five guys. I mean, that, that I, I get it. And, and, I don't know when it was. There's a point in the second half of the season now where I just went, look, with Anthony Davis, I'm going to enjoy the good and just be ready for the bad. That was pretty bad. That was pretty bad that he was basically non-existent offensively. Mm-hmm. He was completely inactive. It was There were some embarrassing moments getting blocked by uh, what John Conchar. Come on, man. Look, if Giannis sends it back your way, if Embiid gets one for you, Jared sure. Jackson, Jackson Jr. gets yep. one, sure, that's just life in the NBA. John Conchar, twice? Come on, man. And you get to the free throw line two times? What got there four all in the first half. Didn't didn't four, see it. Didn't see it the rest of the second half. He's been to the line six times in two games. Mm-hmm. He's made all six of his free throws. These are free points for him. He's a good free throw shooter. Yeah. He's a big guy that's around the basket a lot, and he's gone to the line six. He should go to the free throw line ten times a game, eight times a game. I mean, there's there's no explanation why he doesn't other than he's not aggressive at times. And he picked, arguably, one of the worst possible times to go do the bizarro Anthony Davis thing where we all mm-hmm. look and go, oh, that guy's back, huh? And then right after the game, oh, I got to be better. We'll be better. You know, great. I hope so. Because you, you're going to have to be. It can't be much worse than you were. Mm-hmm. But that whole thing, him, he takes responsibility. He usually does bounce back, all these things. Can we just skip the part where you play like crap for an entire playoff game? Mm. Can we just skip that? Mm. Can we just not have that version of you, which shows up less than it has for a while, but what a terrible time to roll that game out. Listen, the out of everything you just said, when you said that you win that game yesterday, it's a wrap. The just question about. the question is just how many games is it going to take? Is that momentum going to grow? Do you take game three because it's the first time that the Lakers have had a home game sold out for a playoff game since 2012-2013 uh, season? I think those are the questions that come into play. Um, AD, I don't care if he goes 4-14 or 14 from the field, which he did yesterday. You can't shoot four free throws. Nope. You just can't. 
So if you're 4 of 14 or 4 of 17, but you got to the free throw line 14 times, okay, we know that you're active, that you're getting the ball, that you're demanding the ball. They don't, they don't have their two big men. I'm, I'm going to continue to say that. They don't need Xavier one. They have, a, they have John Conchar. And Xavier Tillman. Xavier Tillman, yes. Xavier Tillman cooking Anthony Davis. Like, that, that sounds cooking like a everybody. bad joke. Looked right, like Hakeem Olajuwon yesterday. Sounds like, hey, how did you lose? Well, Xavier Tillman just went off. Come on, no, really. What happened? How did you lose? No, no, really. Xavier Tillman went off. No, no, no. I'm genuinely asking. What happened? Did Dylan Brooks get 40? No. Xavier Tillman got us. What there the was, hell? There was a quote from, and I get it. This is the coach. So, Darvin Ham. Uh, said getting the split is a good trip. And he's talking about, you know, post game. Listen, he's not going to, I don't know, maybe he'll, in the locker room, he might be saying something else. But getting the split is a good trip. I could not disagree more with. I just couldn't. It's the the context the left context. out of that. That's is, it. is, no, no, is it. It's almost malpractice. You know what I mean? It's Listen. I, I get it. You're one and one and you take it. Clippers had a good trip getting one in Phoenix. Uh, Miami got one in Milwaukee. New York got one in Cleveland. This is a different context, so I, I disagree. They with didn't it. get beat because they got beat by a team that just was awesome. You got beat because you came out of there in first gear. Mm-hmm. You, you played the first what fifteen, sixteen minutes of that game in first, and by the time they finally got going in the sure. second half, it was too late. Where they or, cut it or, to six a couple of different times, or you just you you went from twenty to six that you're just tired, and other teams are going to go on a run as well. And that fatigue is a big deal because every game you have to go through, like last night, makes the round two game that much harder. The round three game and the round four game, assuming you get there. This is not a young team. This is not a team that's going to be able to go night after night after night, and you know every other night for yeah. the next month and a half. It's asking a lot, and they just spent a lot of money last night that they didn't have to spend. What is this? It's, My it's a blood problem. pressure went up, and isn't it four twenty to today? Aren't we go supposed to, to be game. relaxing? Oh, this you got anything you. back there, Taylor? This will relax you. Let's talk about D'Angelo Russell when we come back because he was great again. It's almost like people get rid of him for a reason. I feel like I'm getting it's, a massage. It's almost like that. he's on a new team every eighteen months for a reason, but that can't be it. I'm sure that everybody else has been wrong all over again. That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So you and I are, uh, you're on the road today, but you and I together collectively will be on the road tomorrow. And you can join us, and we're giving you a chance to compete in the Cal State Poker Championship coming up at the Commerce Casino and Hotel. When we tell you to call, you have a chance to win a seat valued at $250 for the Cal State Poker Championship this weekend at the Commerce Casino and Hotel, where the game reigns. And like I mentioned, Al, you and I broadcasting live from Commerce Casino tomorrow 10 a.m to 1 p.m to kick off the start of the tournament you and i from commerce casino awesome. tomorrow i've yeah, never been forward looking that. forward to never it. been and it's the site of uh the mandy's so i get a little side of the mandy's. to see where i'm gonna stand when we start collecting all our awards when, you, which, which part of the stage will i like to be on when we start racking trophies yeah i'm gonna start practicing how quick i could get to the bar too <laughs> i just want to like recon yeah. yeah we just get there at 7 30 what are these guys doing where are you in your uh, itinerary so the only thing I got to do flight. now, flight is done. Okay. So only thing now is the ticket. 
Okay. And I was trying to figure out. I think so. Good. This is a. Right, this is the one of them that I'm looking at right now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah right. If I'm gonna do it, <laughs> that's. If are I'm you are you it, in the dugout? And that's the that's the Padres on the first base side. You might get to know Manny Machado. You guys should talk about San Diego, where your favorite taco spots are. The problem is, if I went two people, the costs go so high yeah, no, up. This is a solo mission. I'm, she's going to be like, wait a minute. So this is where you sat and we're sitting up here when we go together? I'm yeah. like, well, something happened. <laughs> All right. I want to read a tweet here, and then I want to talk more about the, the Laker game last night. Um, where did it go here? Anyway, I'll, I'll summarize. Forgive me for the person that sent it, but I, I can't find it right now. Um, talking about, oh, here, here it is. Um, this is from Sal Cruz, and Sal says, I don't know if it's talked about, but Delo's comments about being a basketball player aren't new. He said that version of that in Minnesota plenty of times. I know. I, I go back to his first stint with the Lakers where he was saying that as well. I'm not even saying that it's not a distinction that isn't meaningful to some degree. My point is the Lakers have played three super meaningful games in the last week, yeah. playing game, game one, and game two last night. Mm-hmm. He's been dreadful in two of them yep and okay in the in, in game one let's put it this way play in dennis schroeder save the lakers and that's the backup point guard yep. for d'angelo russell and, and maybe i can't say point guard yeah and last night he was just as bad all over again he, yep. he's been very very bad and if they're going to continue to advance through the playoffs he can't be he has to play well and then he gets into the arguments too strong of a word but this this moment where a reporter Brad Turner asks him, you know, as as a point guard, he says, well, I'm not a point guard, I'm a basketball player. Who in that moment, who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think it's just reflective of this thing. Like, why are we stopping on that right now? Why why is that a thing that you want to put on the record to correct after you just laid your second egg in three nights? Not important, and, and it's completely unimportant, irrelevant. And, and I'm not even saying that. It's a big deal, but I think it's a reflection of where he is in his own head. And you look at some of the numbers that he has. I was listening to BK and uh, and Andy, Andy. on yep. their Locked On Lakers podcast, mm-hmm. and they were talking about some numbers. His shooting percentage, field goal percentage, not even three point percent. He's a thirty five percent shooter in the playoffs in his career. That there is a very good chance that D'Angelo Russell is that classic good player on a bad team. That when you put him in a situation where, hey man, I need you. That's not his jam. And and I don't know what happens at the end of the season. Hopefully he turns it around. Hopefully yeah. he plays yeah. better moving forward, that the Lakers win. Everybody's happy. You know, they all hold hands and skip off into the two hundred million dollar contract range. Whatever. I'm just telling you that his as his career in the playoffs is bad. They've had three playoff games. Two of them have been not just eh bad. That has to change. When you when when he came here, the idea and the concept is okay. Hey, he's not a superstar, of course we know that, but he's also not a role player. He's that in between guy. Why can't he get you eighteen and eight a game? Why can't he get you twenty and six a game? Something in that range. He is so all over the place in everything that he does. And if you start looking at just as an example, what Austin Reeves his contributions night in and night out compared to D'Angelo mm-hmm. Russell, it's really not even that close. I t- Reeves Austin is Reeves far more consistent. Far more consistent, far more reliable, however you want to put it. We don't need to get into the offseason cuz we're not in the offseason, but don't tell me that what he's doing today isn't making you think of the offseason. Is D'Angelo Russell can he be that third player? Not? He's a another ball handler. He's at the right age where it seems like okay, he's got, you know, plenty of years left in the NBA. 
Um, it's very discouraging watching what it is. And, I, you know, it's funny, we're talking about that exchange in the postgame. The only thing, and I, while I'm doing the postgame, listening to D'Angelo, the only thing going through my mind is like, D'Lo. Not now. Nobody cares about right. that right now. Nobody does. Talk about the game. Talk about your two for 11. The question was, are there ways for the guards to find ways to get AD the ball more? Can there be more responsibility on the guards? And to kind of divert that question, it's like, come on, this is, it's irrelevant right now. I want to hear from Laker fans on all this, 877-710-ESPN. The Anthony, can the guards find a way to get Anthony Davis more involved? Sure. Okay, fine. Can, Can Darvin Ham find a way to get Anthony Davis more involved? Sure. Fine. How about Anthony Davis finds a way to get Anthony Davis more involved? How about Anthony Davis? Look, Shaq didn't wait around waiting for Phil Jackson to yeah. find a way to get yeah. him the ball, yeah. right? That, that, that it wasn't – If Giannis he, gets double teamed. It, Joker on, gets man. double teamed. And they don't get blocked Embiid by six, five Embiid gets double teamed. Twice. All these guys get double teamed. The, the, it's, it's all of this stuff, and it's this, this – well, he needs to be – sparked he needs to be set up dude are you one of these guys or not and and the more that we talk about well how do you get him going does somebody have to get lebron james going does somebody have to get steph curry going luca no no. they get themselves going you want to be mentioned in that conversation and by the way there are times where he absolutely is in that conversation of course he's the the best version of him might be as good as anybody in the whole league and then you get that thing last night where, and I'm going to keep saying it, you're getting blocked by guys that you're giving up seven inches, or you got seven inches on because you're not going up to the rim the way that you're probably. It just what? Well, and and what? the reason why, if there's a game where uh, let me use the last game, game one as an example, AD had 21 points. It's not like he took off or anything like that. But he had 21, 22 points, whatever it was. Now he had seven blocks and three steals. But the difference in that game was offense was plentiful. It wasn't an issue. Mm-hmm. So you, right. everybody was scoring. You put up 128 points. They had 93 points yesterday. Yeah, They it, had 93 points yesterday. So if there doesn't come a time as a game progresses, and the reason why we keep harping on it, yesterday was a, it was a chance to say, guys, I know. It's a chance to put some money in the bank to Memphis, get some rest. Memphis, this is just it. bad luck for you, but we got to take advantage of what's in front of us and the fact that you're missing three key players. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Fullerton and Emilio. Emilio, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Emilio? Hey, what's going on, guys? So hey. I hear you talking about D'Angelo Russell. Happy 420 to get you. Your guys, and I kind of want to get your opinion on this because I know everyone wants Kyrie Irving. My mindset is if we had Kyrie Irving, we're probably losing Rui. We're probably losing Vanderbilt. You know, the key guys that we traded for at the deadline. If uh, our, let, me, let me simplify for this. Is getting rid of D'Angelo Russell the solution, or is it just trying to upgrade while finding a way to keep our core intact? I kind of want to know what your, what your guys' stance is on so, that. So, uh, Emilio, I, I don't have a problem. You know, I, I've said this before. The Lakers built a team. They built a team. Since the trade deadline, they actually have a team. Rui's been fantastic been in really these good. couple games, right? Yep. yep. Um, Vanderbilt. And he was good in the playing game, too. Vander- He's three for three. He is three for three. You're yeah. right. And he doesn't look like the moment is, you know, wide eyed or anything. No, very he looks like he belongs. He's very comfortable. Um, He's big. He is Man, big. Every time I see him, I think I know he's been here on the broad couple months. shoulders. Like, like it's, it's, it's almost a it's almost like a Kawhi type yeah, of he's body. An impressive looking but guy. Maybe just a little bit taller. So I don't mind building the team. I'm not I think the arguments that we're making, which I'm not even looking at the offseason, I'm just saying in general, D'Angelo Russell, 
you don't have to be the best player. You don't have to be the second best player. You don't have to be the third best player. Let Reeves take that stamp. What you can't be is, man, this dude's on the floor. He's not doing anything. Right. You can't be that. They already got one of those. They've already got a guy that comes and goes. You can't have two, right? And and not you can have two that are are like down in the list of role player guys. Right. Like if that's Troy if, Brown Jr. and if, Malik Beasley. Fine. Fine. But he you, you can't be a guy that, you know, LeBron James doesn't come and go. He's LeBron. Anthony Davis is either Hakeem or some guy that gets blocked by six five guys. I, I you're getting all sorts of different things from him. But when he's good, he's great. But he's the guy that kind of comes in and out of favor. He's the guy that can win you a bunch of games and then have one like that last night. Dealer just kind of needs to be he needs to give you give you a B most nights. If he wants to throw an A in there once in a while, super. Just give me a bunch of 84s. Just give me a bunch of Bs in a row. It's all I really need. He's giving you Ds and Fs in these games. 15 points, 6 assists. Nobody's going to say anything to you. No. And you're going to get paid. Nobody's going to say anything to you. Disappointing. It was incredibly disappointing. More of your phone calls coming back in just a little bit. Plus, hey, did you see with Travis Rogers, barbecue musician Taylor Smith? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Have you given any more consideration to the offer of playing at uh, my, my impending barbecues? If you have one, yeah, that's the, that's the bigger question here. I think that is the bigger question. I think you're right. What do you got for us today? Okay, guys, did you see the most popular gas station location in the U.S.? Any guesses? Is like it specifically? The, uh, no. Okay, so because like, like a chain of gas stations, oh, it's not one particular. Got it. Uh, Chevron. Yeah, Emily got it. It's what? Shell. Shell followed by Exxon Mobil, followed by Chevron. So, Sliwa, what's your go-to gas station snack? Um. All right, this is where I, I, I go. And if, if I could find a gas station that some of these places like you're driving out to, they're going to have more gourmet, if that sounds right. Yeah. Like they're going to have actually real, let's say it's not your nuts and, and, and dried fruit and all that stuff. They're going to have beef jerky that's going to come from- Meat sticks. Exactly, meat yeah. sticks, all that stuff. But it has to be, you have to be driving somewhere where it's not common, right? Like you can't be driving, all right, I'm going to Commerce and I'm going to hit a gas station there. It's that type of stuff that I like going. Peanuts is always one, <laughs> always grabbing peanuts. Um, and it, I, I like the beef jerky stuff, but I don't want it to be the the regular ones. So for me, it's 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 like almost a compulsion right i get the it's i get the exact same two things the sushi. every time not the sushi mm-hmm. i get a bottle of water and i get that you kind of got closely that little sleeve of mexican peanuts that's got that chili lime seasoning on it that is basically just I don't know what sort of chemicals it is, but it's the most addictive thing in the world. Your fingers get that greenish red little dust all yeah. over them. Two sleeves of those for a dollar at most gas stations and the bottle of water almost every single time. And you have to get the water because the peanuts will basically the take you out. Sparkling <laughs> water as if I'm like at a nice restaurant. I'm like, I'll take the Perrier. I always go Aquafina if they have it. If not, I'll go Dasani if I must. But, fridge or room temperature? Uh, fridge if they got okay. it. But two sleeves of the Mexican peanuts with the lime seasoning and a bottle of water every time. Okay, next up, guys. Did you see that several fast food restaurants are offering 420 deals today? So Smashburger, 
They're offering four classic burgers for $20. Carl's Jr., Jack in the Box, and Del Taco all have deals for $4.20. So, Travis, what fast food restaurant has the best bang for your buck stoner food? Taco Bell. I mean, it, it, it just, it's, it's inexpensive yeah. for the most part, and it's always it's pre- made in front of you it's it's always hot right if you get it at the restaurant i love going there and they make the tortillas right in front <laughs> yeah, of it's you. not terribly authentic but you're the the late night meal and this look they market to it right their whole thing is was a fourth meal i think it was called for a mm. while it's that late night thing it's hot it's gooey it's cheesy and it hits right at that particular moment in your life without exception because it hasn't been sitting there they make it as it goes yeah so i think this one will make a lot of sense um I swear Jack in the Box is for stoners. And a those lot of those poppers are legit. They literally have like the commercials they make. If you're not stoned, you're like, what are they doing here? If you are stoned, you're like, well, that commercial makes a lot of sense. Um, back in the day, I used to do for best bang for your buck, uh, your buck, the Jumbo Jack and two tacos. The total was like two twenty three or something like that. Jumbo Jack was ninety nine cents. Two tacos was ninety nine cents. It doesn't get any more. I like bang those for fries. On the those. fries they have, they mix them together. The fries curly. are actually good. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, Jack in the Box fries are not talked about enough. The curly fries they have are really yeah. good. Underrated for sure. Okay, guys. Next up, did you see that sixty nine percent of Gen Zers in the USA prefer cannabis to alcohol? So, Sliwa, would you rather live in a drunk society or a high society? Oh my God, so easy. So easy. Uh, I'm going to use your T-bar as a perfect example. Any fights at the T-bar? Probably not. <laughs> Pretty laid back. Any, any issues at the T-bar? Anybody uh, throwing a, a, a bench across the room or anything like that or a bar stool? Uh, high, I think, would be everybody, I think, for the most part, would be happy. For the most part, they'd be calm. They'd be cool. They'd be collective. If everybody's drunk, I got a feeling there's going to be a lot of idiots, a lot of fighting. Give me everybody high society. Yes, it, it's it's a it's a really easy one that I've been around people that are both like are one or the other. I've been one or the other. And when you have had too much to drink, you can make a million bad decisions that can go a million different ways. When you're too high or you're high, you might do something that's kind of dumb and silly, but very rarely does something terrible happen in that moment. Right. Alcohol, like you said, fights. Yeah. And, Yes, it's 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 not I even think, close. I think the worst thing I've done uh, after smoking was being at a grocery store for like forty five minutes, yep. not knowing what's going on. Yeah. Like these lights are, <laughs> this is amazing yeah. in here. You went to bed too early. Is that is that yeah? Sure. Uh, I shouldn't have had that second gummy. I went to bed at nine thirty at night. I fought a motorcycle gang because I had four Jack Daniels. There's a little Look at this little, tat. <laughs> yeah. this I made fun I of a motorcycle gang's tat. And uh, got my face caved in. No, oh, that's pretty not, good. Not even close. That's pretty good. Okay, last one for you guys on this 420. Did you see the average paid time off in the U.S. is five to fifteen days? So, what would you do, Travis, if you had a fully paid year break from work? Mm. I've had that. What, I, what did I, you do? I love it. I, I love I, your story too. I literally have yeah. had that. Oh, I did had, you get tired of sitting at home? Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. After about two weeks, I was climbing he lost the walls. It. He lost I, it. There, you know, you do that thing. I'm going to get in great shape. No, you're not. I'm going to write a book. No, you're not. Here's I'm going to read all the classics. No, you're not. You know what you're going to do? You're going to sit on the TV. You're going to watch TV. And you're going to get depressed. That's what's going to happen because you need something to do every yeah. day. I, I, you need a thing to go do. Um, 
the the lie I would tell Taylor is that I would write a book. The the thing that I know I did because I did it was yeah. I watched Deadliest Catch for four hours a day. Did you start like a chapter? Did you get one chapter not in? Not a sentence. Not a sentence. Oh. Not a sentence. How many things did you buy? How what many do you want to know about Deadliest Catch season three? I can tell you everything you want to know. What did you say? Oh, I'm sorry. I said, how many infomercial products did you end up buying? Why do you think I know TV the way that I do? I watched it in eight hours a day for a year. Okay, I think you guys know what I would end up doing. I, I travel. I would find a way to travel. But even in traveling, you're right. I mean, listen, you go somewhere for a week, and if all you're doing is walking around, eating, and drinking, that's going to get old. You but could call the Padres for a year. I could. <laughs> Wherever Tatis goes, I'm going. Um <laughs> It's not a bad idea. I'm super uh, but, jealous about but that. But I, I will say that if I did travel, there has to be, like you just said, you got to find things to do that are actually productive. Because if you're just doing things that are unproductive, you will hallucinate no matter what you're doing. Boredom is a killer. And that's why you got to go to a Padre game on a Thursday night in Arizona and be back at work at 10 a.m. the next day in L.A. I love it. I'm very, very jealous. More of your Laker phone calls coming up in just a little bit. We'll continue to talk about where – so let, let's kind of take a step back. 1-1, are they in a pretty good spot to still win this series, or did they blow their best chance to win this series? That's coming up next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.